sometimes we do a horse and carriage um, um, pickup from somewhere. Usually that's more of a surprise or sometimes we have it on the tour. But somewhere at the end of a tour or to go to a tour, we might have a we might have a horse and cart ride, but don't expect something for tourists. They will be a horse and cart as all the others that they used to work with it. You know, the one that brings hay home uh, will also be, you know, with some benches and uh, will bring tourists home. Yeah, so it'll be just a local that you've sort of um, lassoed in to help you out for that moment to, to, carry, <laughs> to carry the tourists. It won't be someone who's employed as a, as a tourist carriage rider. <laughs> no, driver. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very, that's very fun. So that's a possible highlight um, for, for travelers to look forward to um, little surprises like that. Yes, it will be surprising. Experiences that you cannot put in an itinerary. Sometimes I say, you know, it's, it's, it's meant to have experiences because you come in a country that people are very hospitable. They are very curious. They, they like to talk to people. Um, so all these experiences, you cannot put it in an itinerary. You'll you'll meet people. It's meant to you know to see all these uh, sceneries, um, to see I don't know cows coming home or or shepherds or sheep passing by. You know to talk with the shepherd, uh, to go in somebody's house uninvited. You know they just pick you up from the road and they said, oh you can come in if you wish. You know you might get invited to have a plum brandy that's the most traditional thing not to a cup of tea mm -hmm. um, but um, all, all these are happening and you cannot uh, describe it uh, firsthand or you cannot you know put it that would be sure to um, to happen for each tour for each uh, people that comes it's something different all the time so what you've just heard there is a little bit of a highlight of the conversation I've just had with Ramona from Romania. So I've just been chatting with Ramona about our new Transylvania Traverse hiking trip. We want to get a little bit more attention to that trip because we think it's such a fantastic one. And hopefully you'll come away from this podcast with some great insights about what Romania can offer and what makes it a very special destination, even within Europe. It really stands out as an extra special place to visit. All right, so today we have a special podcast with Ramona, all the way from Romania. So Ramona from Romania. Hello. <laughs> Hi, thanks for joining Hi. us. <laughs> so you are from Romania and I'm born and raised. <laughs> I'm from Romania, yes. Did my school here and yeah, born and raised. Traveled all over, I can say. So I've been outside Romania a little, a little bit. Um, so I can compare it with other countries and keep going back to my country that I, I love very much. Yeah, international travel often does that. It gives you an appreciation for your own home because then you give it gives you some perspective yes yeah that's true <laughs> and so where in Romania are you from actually I'm central I'm central east very easy for me to travel to any airports I need in so I'm not based in Bucharest because I'm a countryside person um, 
I prefer not to go in big cities, so that's why I don't live in a big city. I'm somewhere, I'm somewhere hidden away, <laughs> like, <laughs> like yours. Um, so you appreciate the the rural life or the yeah, yeah, the it's what I like. <laughs> yeah, what I like the most. People meet people, talk to people, um, locals, and yeah, I don't like a lot of traffic and and big places. Yeah, I can appreciate that as well. I love traveling to smaller places and appreciating the local pace of life and the escape from the the rat race. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know that a lot of clients that come actually, they come from big cities or big places and they they want to retreat, they want to explore, they want to get off the traffic. Um, but I'm lucky I'm not in the traffic and I try to get them as much as I can away from from busy places. Yes, yeah, I was going to say that that's something that I think is very attractive about Romania as a destination, as well as the places specifically that we visit on this trip. Um, but how would you describe it as being from there? It is off the beaten track. Overall, there are not many tourists. On our hikes that we do in Romania, we barely see somebody. Sometimes we hike for a day and we don't meet anybody else uh, walking with us. And that's one of the, the good things. Um, what It's also very nice. It's, it's full of uh, nice places with history. Like we visit castles. It's not only hiking. Um, we visit castles. We visit villages, you know, fort fortifications, churches. And, and so on. And it is off the beaten track and most of all it's um, it's back in time. You, you, you find the landscape and you find some people here that are still working manually most of most of the time. And during the hikes or the walks you have the time and enjoyment to see all that. So on the hike you will see people working on the fields. Um, and that's very nice. I think. Yeah, I think that's definitely one of the highlights of Romania. And then also this hiking itinerary that we're able to go through some of these smaller places and experience and see the locals uh, in their element doing what is still completely natural and normal for them for their everyday existence, which is really taking our travelers back in time. So what are some of, to, to, go, to sort of elaborate on that a little bit, what are some of the examples of some of the pastimes or the occupations of locals in the places that we'll visit? Um, mainly there was um, shepherding and animal raising. And because of that, a lot of people are still doing hay by hand. So it's a lot of mowing. Just with the other uh, clients past week that we had, um, and we walked uh, along, we've seen people, it, it was the hay season. So you see people raking, you see people doing the hay, um, and they need all this hay to feed their animals. And um, people here are still living with the season. So depending the season you are in, you can have the spring uh, cultures, you know, they can do their work for spring in their garden or they will have the hay or they will have the harvest. It's depending the time of the year when the tourists are here. But all this, it can be seen like probably it was seen 50 years ago, I don't know, 100 years ago. People are still working 
um, are still producing a lot of their food and and working for the animals. So this is the way of life that uh, they've continued all this time that in other surrounding European countries, they've moved on a little bit from this way of life. But in Romania, it's still very much the everyday. It is, yes. A lot of, um, a lot of the tourists that travel here, this is the first uh, big impression and um, what, um, what like what like best to to Romania and to the country that this way of life is not lost. Yeah, I think that's very special, and that it's not it's not that they're visiting some kind of museum or some kind of tourist setup just to show them what life is like. This is really what life is like. No. It's not a show. It's the real deal. <laughs> no, in some villages you see the cows coming back in the evening back from the pastures in the Saxon villages, in the mountain villages, you see them doing the hay, you know, to feed the animals in the winter time. Um, and this, this is not a show. This is the way people still live and something that is lost in, in the West, Western countries. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some of, what can you tell me about some of the specific towns that we'll be going through on this itinerary? Um, we'll stay in uh, in the mountains and in, in the mountain villages. Um, mm -hmm. We'll hike to one of the castles, one of the most famous castles of of Romania, uh, mm -hmm. with the connection with Dracula. But actually, when you get here, you see that it's more of a legend, not the real connection. <laughs> um, so you'll see castles in Transylvania. Uh, but then also you see villages like medieval villages. The architecture didn't change very much. Um, they still have very old churches, fortified churches, where people used to go inside uh, the church and inside the fortification to defend themselves, you know, in 1400s, 1500s. Um, that's the main thing as a history part. Um, the villages and the castles and then the landscape around because we visit we see canyons waterfalls uh, lovely meadows very nice wildflowers usually people is very much impressed by the wildflowers because are still um, it was not fertilizer and they are not sprayed so all the flowers um, are coming up in in may june july it's full of uh, wildflowers like like colors everywhere. Yeah, the photos that travelers send us, uh, the flowers are something that have often really stood out. Yes, it's one of the things that people are talking about. Mm -hmm. um, stepping back in time, um, you know, with uh, people still doing manual um, work and also the flowers. Yeah, great highlights. Um, so tell me a little bit about the types of places that people stay, like in terms of the guest houses. Um, what's the accommodation style that someone can expect? On this yes, we use, we use small accommodation and usually uh, family run places and mainly to help the small businesses. So they are not big chains that we accommodate. And also people should not expect a five star or, you know, um, the luxury that some hotels has. They are simple accommodation, but very clean, very comfortable. 
but of course, they will have steps, for example, you know, they will be high, in the, high on the mountains, usually with very nice views, um, run by usually by a couple or local Romanians. They can give you information. They talk with you. Um, so we try to have this contact with the locals also through the accommodation. Yes, exactly. And that's something that is very signature, we like to think, to bike hike trips, is that on every level, we really like to get people connected to the locals and the local culture. And where we stay on our trips is integral to that, because we want people to be, you know, connected with sort of local local hosts and um, sort of feel like they are contributing to the local economy by staying with some you know, at a small guest house or with, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, with some character, not just a big hotel, like all over the world. Exactly, because if it's, you know, just like something else that you can find anywhere else in the world, <laughs> then then what, what makes this place, um, what makes this stay special? So, yeah, so even in Bucharest, when they're in the bigger city, they're staying in somewhere. Yeah, local. And local. Yeah. It's an it's an old building usually, or a boutique hotel, or you know a, a building that um, that it's centrally located, but also has a long history in in the back. Yeah, perfect. So now, speaking with you, and you are our guide um, that we've been uh, running Romanian trips with for quite some time, and you have traveled abroad and been doing this locally for quite some time your english is excellent what can someone <laughs> expect <laughs> what can someone expect um for locals in romania do they speak english very well or is that something that they'll rely more on you to be able to be the communication uh point <laughs> yeah the younger generation now they speak english uh, because they learn in school and that happening after the anti-communist revolution. So after 1990, people started to study English in school and it's very important to speak English. But then there is the previous generation that they don't speak much English. So most of the locals sometimes that you meet in the villages, on the trail or somewhere, even at the accommodation, they might not speak English. So there will be a need of an interpreter or a guide to translate if you talk with somebody. In towns, when in hotels, in restaurants, of course, most of people speak English. But as I told you, it's a younger generation that speaks English. Now, you know, in their 20s, 30s, 40s, that's fine. After right. that, it's struggling. <laughs> it's more French, actually. After that, people will would have studied French the communist time to escape i mean you had to learn some russian but people probably didn't like it very much so they focused more on french speaking it you've been educated if you if you speak french so um some people at the accommodation or around romania people in their 50s 60s if you try to talk with them they might be more able to speak uh, french than other foreign languages Hmm. Yeah, that's quite an interesting <laughs> side fact. Yeah. So maybe some of our, our travelers that have um, French knowledge can put it to use a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they can. In some accommodation, they can, they can use their French. 
Oh, neat. Can you tell us a little bit more about what the actual hiking is like? So, so we're able to experience the rural culture and atmosphere and get to these small rural villages, mountain villages, um, via hiking. But what is the actual hiking like? So, because we're spending about four to five hours hiking a day. Yes. Um, usually it's um, easy to medium, I can say, about um, a new hiking trip to Romania. Um, and we do four to five hours a day. Um, and in the mountain part, it's a little bit more, you know, towards medium or more difficult uh, because being in the mountain area, you have more uh, climbing and descending. Uh, not climbing rocks, it's just, um, you know, going up the hill and down the hill, uh, the landscape is more strenuous, uh, but not difficult. So we, uh, one of the days we'll hike, uh, the end it will be at the castle, you know, the Bran Castle, um, also known as Dracula Castle. But, um, and it, it is, we start from our accommodation to go to the castle just to finish the day um, in, a, in a nice way, so to have something at the end to hike to. And that's about a five hours walk and we have, we go over the, over the mountain, you know, a small mountain. And the rest of the days are mainly rolling hills. So you hike from one village to another. Um, to, to start from the accommodation or sometimes from a historical village uh, to go to um, some of the UNESCO heritage villages. So all the time to have a purpose on the hike, to discover something at the end of the hike, like um, a nice fortress, um, a castle, a UNESCO church, or something of a historical importance. As a hike, they are not difficult. Uh, sometimes are longer, um, but usually not more than five hours a day. Okay. Um, and that's one of the questions we get asked the most is what kind of hiking, um, you know, how strenuous and just to give a better description. Yeah, I, I will say, I will say medium and not very, um, not very uh, strenuous, you know, quite um, e easy to medium. Um, of four, four or five hours a day, uh, and sometimes I will I will speak in meters actually. Um, so the descent, the ascent, are not very strenuous, like up to 400 meters a day for a, a descent uh, um, or ascent, climbing or descending. Right. Okay. And so what can you tell us about the first couple days of the trip? We venture out to the Carpathian Mountains from Bucharest. Um, what can you tell us a little bit more about the highlights of experiencing that hike and, and going to the Carpathian Mountains and then making our way um, to Dracula Castle <laughs> via hiking the Carpathian Mountains? It's a very pretty uh, hike, that one. Uh, having the landscape all the time. So more we climb up, more we have views of the mountains around. Um, from the accommodation where you stay, actually you have mountains in front and mountains in, in the back of the accommodation. It's very well placed. 
but on the walk, you see better the mountains which are behind the accommodation that you cannot see it very well. More you, you go higher, uh, better views they are. Uh, plus, we walk through the village. You see a lot um, the village and what's going on in the village and if people is mowing. Uh, and and then climbing all over, uh, have a better perspective of the villages around, all the way then to Brand Castle when you when it's actually it's a deep, um, it's a deep descent, um, it's a steep descent near the castle because we lose quite a lot of the altitude um, where where the castle is. Some it's through the forest, some it's in the open, but more in the open than the forest is nearly towards the end of the hike, to, towards the end of the trip. In some days we'll have forest, which sometimes in, in summer days it's good because it's shady. Um, in a couple of the walks actually, we'll have a balance between walking in the forest and walking in the open air when you can have the views. There is actually uh, another castle that seems rather significant that we visit very at the very beginning of the trip before we are making our way to Bran Castle, which is um, which was once the summer residence of the first king of Romania. Yes, of the royal family. Yes, uh, this is a very uh, beautiful castle. People usually it's impressed with it, um, and. Um, it's on the way, so even before uh, the hike starts or before the, the tour starts, but being on the way from Bucharest towards the mountain, it's uh, one of the first stop. I feel pity uh, people to go past and not to visit it, so we include it on our trips um, mm -hmm. as, a, yes, as one of the first first uh, trips and it's um, even that it's a new castle, it's uh, started in the end of 19th century. Um, it's um, very decorated, uh, full of history, um, a lot of art inside, so people likes it very much. But it's also a little bit busy. <laughs> we have to say that too, being close to Bucharest and being, right. you know, in an area that people visit a lot. Um, some, you, you find more people uh, around the castle usually because everybody wants to see them. So probably these are the places where on our uh, tour we'll, we'll meet uh, more tourists than in any other places, usually are around the castles. Mm -hmm. So we visit them because they are special places and they do provide some perspective uh, for being in Romania, but we don't spend too much time there and then we get uh, onto the yes. more rural off the beaten track route. Yes, yes. Yes, it's somehow have to see it to understand better the history of Romania and, you know, to get connected between difficult, uh, difficult times in Romania. You understand about the royal family, previous the royal family, family when actually when communists arrived. So it's a good introduction to the history. Mm -hmm, perfect. And then leaving that first castle, we also take a cable car and that's one of the ways that we sort of gain a little bit of altitude without actually hiking right off the bat as well and it provides I would imagine uh, some great scenery as well. 
Yes, yes. Um, we have few options here of doing the hikes. It's depending uh, actually how, how long people take in the castle. Some people stay longer, some people stay less. Uh, sometimes we do the, ca the cable, but sometimes if it's windy, we might not do the cable because then the cable doesn't run. Um, mm -hmm. But still the same perspective. You know, either we do the cable and we go up in the mountains or if, if it's... Um, if it's windy, uh, this last time actually we did a canyon and the and the waterfall, which was also very impressive and and people liked it very much. The last uh, bike hike tour uh, that we had, the tailor-made one, uh, we did through a canyon with with waterfalls, and being a family, they liked it. They liked it very much. Also, the adventure to um, mm -hmm. <laughs> to walk uh, and to climb the ladders near near the waterfall. Yes, we enjoyed it. Even me, I enjoyed it <laughs> all the time after so many times, you know, I still enjoy the um the hikes and the and the tours very much. That's what we love to hear. And that's that's why we pick guides like you to to run <laughs> these trips for us. <laughs> yes. Um, so that actually leads very well into a question um, that I've been meaning to ask as well. Uh, if we could talk a little bit about what the best time of year is to experience these areas of Romania. Um, so you mentioned like if the if it's a bit windy, we might you know alter the route slightly. But overall, what's the weather like in Romania, and what are the best months to hike in Romania? Um, the tourism season in Romania start with um, May uh, and finish towards the end of October. Mm -hmm. um, May is very, very nice. May, June, July for flowers, for spring, you know, May when everything started to be green. But I also like October very much for the, uh, for the colors. We'll have the autumn colors, you know, with a lot of yellow and orange. Um, so all, all the way from May to October, it's, um, it's a very good uh, time to travel. We okay. actually say, I say that we start with the Orthodox Easter and we finish with Halloween in Romania. These are the, the big holidays that uh, are between the, between the season from Easter to Halloween. That's, that's usually end of April to end of October. Perfect. So that covers a large span of time for our travelers to possibly visit and experience Romania. Yes. The other question that is often on our travelers' minds that we haven't covered yet uh, is the food. Like, what kind of uh, cuisine can people expect on or in Romania and then on a bike hike trip? Mm, yes, it's um, it's very traditional. And when I say traditional here in Romania, it's a lot of meat. But of course, sometimes we have vegetarians um, and uh, people is used, especially at the accommodation, is used also with vegetarians because religious people in, in Romania used to fast when they keep the land. And that means actually vegan. Um, so if it's a request for vegan or vegetarian, they can handle it. But as a tradition for Romanians, it's usually, you know, um, soup. We eat a lot of soup, so the main course usually it's a soup, and then a main, um, uh, no, not the main course, the uh, appetizer or the starter is a soup, and then the main course it's meat with 
vegetables or with potatoes and, and um, a side salad. And most of the time a dessert, <laughs> um, which is something cooked. A lot of people will expect, um, you know, a, a fruit, for example. But I all the time say, don't expect a fruit. They will think they cheat if they give you just a fruit that it's very easy accessible instead of cooking you something. So most of the time they will cook a dessert instead of offering um, um, offering um, a, a fruit. It's also very hospitable. People are trying to be very generous um, and they offer more than people can eat. Um, and I keep trying to tourists not to feel that they have to eat everything because sometimes they feel a pressure. It's not a pressure, it's just people, they try to be hospitable and they don't want to think they are mean. So they put on the table much more that you can eat. And it's, if you leave it, it's not a, a problem, you know, it won't be a waste. Um, it's just that they try to be generous and hospitable and right. then everybody can serve as they want, you know, more or less food. Um, but they just don't, sometimes I say to people, you just give us too much. Uh, and they say, no, 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 eat, eat as you, what you can. And then it's, it's not a problem. So mm -hmm. people should know about that, that, um, it's, it's a way of hospita hospitality. Right. The locals are really trying to, you know, host you and make you feel sort of at home and, and, and yes. fed. <laughs> yes. They don't want you to yes. go a away. Lot, a lot of people say they eat too much, you know, on, on the tours. Um, but it's just people, they try to be generous. And as you eat, you know, the soup and then the main and then, and then the dessert at the end of the meal, you are quite full, actually. Um, especially at dinner time. In um, usually during the during the hikes, in um, for lunches we'll do picnics or you know we'll just pack um, in some accommodation we pack ourselves um, a sandwich or sometimes the host will will pack for us a sandwich or in some places we'll go somewhere through a village and then we'll have a lunch somewhere in the middle you know in somebody's home we'll walk. To a village or through a village and we'll have once lunch to a winery sometimes to a sheepfold so or sometimes to somebody's um, uh, courtyard so it, it is a variety of of uh, lunches and so it seems like with the meals it's really keeping with the theme of connecting in to the local way of life because the meals are very much how the locals, how, how you yeah. always eat, because you're being um, fed <laughs> by, yeah. at, uh, you know, at, you know, the small guest house or, or, you know, a really small kind of restaurant. And they're basically, um, they're, they're feeding you almost home style. Yes. Yeah. They, they cook what they are used to cook in their houses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So people shouldn't come with expectations of what, um, what food and and meal experiences are like in their home this is very much connecting them to the style of romania and the local um especially in our case of this trip rural yes uh, yeah lifestyle and way of life and culture around eating as well yes that's true so at breakfast they will have 
you know, what Romanians are used with eggs and cheese and uh, cold meat, um, jam, you know, butter and, and all the rest, but sometimes maybe not cereals. Um, it's a it's a big variety, actually, you know, it's depending. And if we have special requests, of course, people is very um, pay attention to the request and they will cook vegan or vegetarian or um, only some some meat as requested. That's not a problem. Perfect. Yeah, we sometimes get we sometimes get vegetarian or, you know, different different requests like that. But so it's good to know when those can be accommodated. But overall, I think um, most of our travelers go with the understanding that they'll be, you know, given the choices and variety that are what the locals are most accustomed to. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. So yeah, no, this is, uh, this has given us, I think, a great overview of what to expect and, and what to go into a trip understanding. Is there anything that we haven't talked about that you would like to add about Romania and something that our travelers, future travelers uh, could keep in mind or, you know, should think about as a reason to visit Romania? Anything that we haven't touched on yet? No, I'm, I'm very impressed actually lately of, um, of what people think about Romania because in the past couple of years, the mentality of people changed a lot. Uh, while 10 years ago, I was asking people, um, you know, why they come to Romania or they usually tell me, oh, you know, when we left, we say to people, we go to Romania and people said, Romania, why do you want to go there? And then now people are coming or tourists are coming and they said, oh, we say to our friends that we want to go to Romania. And they said, oh, really, it's on my list. I would like to go there. So for me, um, I see it's changing and people started to um, know more about Romania or they wish to come to Romania, which is a, it's a good thing. Um, as I told you, we are still not prepared for mass tourism, so I don't think there will be, you know, millions of people coming suddenly to Romania, uh, no chance. Um, but uh, people is considering a visit to Romania and they, uh, they know more and more about uh, what to expect in the country, you know, about different uh, provinces, about Transylvania, of course. Um, but um, I, I think it's, um, it's going up a little bit tourism in Romania. So we're expecting more tourists and even, you know, North Americans. <laughs> yeah, well, we hope we hope to bring more tourists to you. But again, we also um, want to avoid the mass tourism. And so it's actually very refreshing to find a place that is maybe a little bit protected from, from mass yeah. tourism. And, you know, the fact that you don't foresee that happening in Romania is actually a good thing because, you know, mass tourism can often um, overtake and destroy a place and yeah. we don't want to yeah. do that. So. Yeah, and most of the tourists, and most of the tours actually from bike hikes, but also from other parts, it's mainly small groups. Mm -hmm. um, not uh, not big groups, not to be able to handle it around. So on the hikes or on, on the visits, it's much easier when you have um, a small group actually of, of people than, you know, a big bus or things like that. Um, we, we don't have very much uh, that in Romania. Perfect. And that helps with the feel of going back in time as well. 
yeah <laughs> yeah when you, you cannot um you know enjoy a landscape or or looking to somebody mowing the field and having 50 people looking around this as you have you know five people 10 people um it's much more easy to enjoy the scenery to um to explore the villages to go to go somewhere um yeah i think um I think Romania definitely it's um it's a good country to be in um in the future. Yeah, we think so too. So we hope that more people will um take advantage of this opportunity to go on a trip like our bike hike trip um to experience it the way it is and then go back a little bit in time and and rather than be surrounded by buses, maybe even be surrounded by horse and carriage. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we do a horse and carriage um, um, pickup from somewhere. Usually that's more of a surprise or sometimes we have it on the tour, but somewhere at the end of a tour or to go to a tour, we might have a, we might have a horse and cart ride, but don't expect something for tourists. They will be a horse and cart as all the others that they used to work with it. You know, the one that brings hay home uh, will also be, you know, with some benches and uh, will bring tourists home. Yeah, so it'll be just a local that you've sort of um, lassoed in to help you out for that moment to to carry <laughs> to carry the tourist. It won't be someone who's employed as a as a tourist carriage rider. <laughs> no. <driver. laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, that's very that's very fun. So that's a possible highlight um, for for travelers to look forward to um, little surprises like that. Yes, it will be surprises that you cannot put in an itinerary. Sometimes I say, you know, it's 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 meant to have experiences because you come in a country that people are very hospitable. They are very curious. They they like to talk to people. Um, so all these experiences, you cannot put it in an itinerary. You'll you'll meet people. It's meant to you know to see all these uh, sceneries, um, to see I don't know cows coming home or or shepherds or sheep passing by. You know to talk with the shepherd, uh, to go in somebody's house uninvited. You know they just pick you up from the road and they said, oh you can come in if you wish. You know you might get invited to have a plum brandy that's the most traditional thing not to a cup of tea <laughs> um, but um, all, all these are happening and you cannot uh, describe it uh, firsthand or you cannot you know put it that would be sure to um, to happen for each tour for each uh, people that comes it's something different all the time yeah, exactly. I think that's a really good point is that an itinerary can only state so much, but especially in a place as authentic as Romania for travel um, and for our type of travel, it's really about all these experiences that just by getting there and having someone uh, local like you carry them through the experience and, and through the days there will be all of these other experiences packaged into it that are unpredictable and that are something we can't possibly uh, write into the itinerary because that's part yeah. of being in the moment in that place yes that's true yeah yeah you have to be here and enjoy the tour exactly Exactly. Well, I think that's a great way to end up this chat um, and this podcast. I think we covered a lot of really great topics and um, people will get a really great feel for 
what Romania is really like to experience for themselves. Yes. Thanks again, Ramona, for taking the time very to much. chat with us in battle time zones to be able to <laughs> get on this call <laughs> with me. <laughs> yes, thank you very much for um, for coming to Romania, for all of visits to Romania. And uh, we are greeting more people here. We are waiting you to come more and more, few more. Well, <laughs> yes, well, we look forward to sending more people your way. Okay, thank you. Thanks again.